Welcome, Deal Farm listeners. In today's show, we talk all about how to get started in real estate investing. Welcome to the Deal Farm Real Estate Investing Podcast, where we share stories, tips, and tricks to help make you a better real estate investor. Your show hosts are Ken Corsini, star of the HGTV show Flipper Flop Atlanta, and Mike Hambright, founder of FlipNerd.com one of the nation's leading websites for real estate investors with over 100,000 subscribers. Ready to talk real estate? Let's start today's show. Hey, folks. This is Ken Corsini with my good buddy, Mike Hambright. Mike, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. How's it going, Ken? I'm doing pretty good. I'm excited to talk about getting started in real estate investing today. Yeah, that's I awesome. I feeling there's a lot of folks listening to us Trying to figure out, okay, if I want to get start, started in real estate investing, what does it look like? What do I have to do first? Yeah. No, it's, it's a good topic because uh, sometimes I know when you and I talk or guys that have a lot of experience talk, we sometimes talk. I found when, when people are listening to us on our podcast, your previous episodes, previous episodes of my show, uh, a lot of times we're, we're kind of talking over the level of people that are just trying to get started. And sometimes we, we leave them out, although I know you and I really want to spend time teaching people how to get started. Yeah. So uh, I'm glad we're going to talk about this topic. Well, I think you're. I think we make the assumption sometimes that everybody that's listening to our show is super experienced and understands exactly what we're saying. Yeah. But with the with our show and probably some of the new audience that's finding their way to the deal farm, it's important to take a step back and maybe go back to the basics. And I don't know how much more basic it can be, just to getting started. If I'm going to start a real estate investing business, what does that look like? What do I need to do first? Yeah. Yeah. And you know what I found too is I work with coached and mentored lots of real estate investors. Many of them started with no experience. And, you know, I, in my experience, one of the biggest reasons that a lot of new real estate investors fail is they kind of, they never even get out of the gate. Like they just get, you know, they know they want to be in real estate investing or sometimes what they know more is what they don't want to do. They don't want to do that job anymore. And they yeah. see real estate investing as a way to kind of help them kind of achieve financial freedom or be able to move on to something else. But then just some simple things that we're going to talk about today uh, in terms of getting started are not as intuitive to somebody that's just trying to get started and they don't have somebody there to kind of help hold their hand and say, here's the exact blueprint for how to get you out of the gate. Yeah. Well, you want to be careful. You don't want to just up and make a rash move and say, I'm going to be a real estate investor without any, without any planning, without any knowledge, without any education. To me, Education is one of the most important things you can do to be successful in this business, whether you're in a mastermind or you've signed up for some coaching or you've bought a handful of books or you're spending a lot of time on websites reading or you're listening to fantastic podcasts like The Deal Farm or, or like Flip Nerd yep. where you yep. get a lot of good education. Yeah. It's, whatever it is, you have to take it, take some time to educate yourself and plan before you get into this business. Right, right. One of, the, one of the things that I think is most important for people that are listening right now, if, if in your mind you want to get started as a real estate investor, I think what you have to do is you have to find a way to kind of, as they say, burn the boats, right? You got to make that decision that I am going to do this no matter what, and I'm going to commit to it for a period of time, which shouldn't be particularly short because it takes a little while to get this business going, um, and just really commit. Like I, I tell people, you have to have that fire in your belly that failure is not an option that you're willing to choose. And what I found is some people that say, well, I'm going to try to get started. And I'm not saying to go quit your job. I'm not telling anybody to do that. I think what happens for some people is they want to do it. And when things get a little bit tough, well, they just take the easy route, which is to just stay at that job because it seems comfortable and I'm going to get a paycheck next week no matter what. 
Uh, right? I mean, have you, you've experienced people like that, Ken, that just, they say they want to do it, but they don't really commit fully yeah. and therefore take, uh, when they hit that, uh, a difficult decision or a difficult week or month, or they haven't really seen a lot of progress yet, they just kind of pull out. Well, I can tell you from, you know, having been in this business now for 12 and a half years, especially early on, what I learned about being a business owner was being a business owner is the equivalent of being a problem solver. Because yeah. I feel like that's all you're doing all the time is how am I going to get over this hurdle? You know, I'm faced with this today. How am I going to get beyond this? And there, there are challenges daily, regardless of what your what business you're in, but especially real estate. There's yeah. so many challenges. And if you, yeah, if you don't have the, the stomach for it, then go back to Starbucks and get your, you know, $12 an hour. Yeah. It's, if you're going to be successful and make money in real estate, you, ha- you have to be prepared for that. Yeah. Hey, Deal Farm listeners, this is Ken Corsini, host of Flipper Flop Atlanta, as well as the Deal Farm podcast. When I'm not busy flipping houses, I spend time teaching others how to be successful in real estate investing. My friend, Mike Hambright from FlipNerd.com and I have partnered up to teach others like you how to build and operate a successful real estate investing business just like us. You know, between the two of us, we flipped over a thousand houses. So whether you're brand new and looking to get started or you already are actively doing deals, we can help you build a profitable real estate investing business. We'd like to offer you a free consultation if you'd like to learn more. Simply visit dealfarm.net forward slash coaching and you can schedule a call with our team to see if a coaching program is a fit for you. Just visit dealfarm.net forward slash coaching to set up your no obligation phone call with someone from our team today. And, and, and I like that you said that it's a business because that's one of the things that I, I say all the time when I'm teaching people is like, this is a business. And I think, you know, because of uh, some of the shows that are on TV like yours and stuff, it's a great, great show. I'm not saying anything bad about the show, but sometimes they only talk about taking a taking a house and taking it from, you know, an ugly state to a pretty state or whatever. And there's not as much discussion about the business, right? I mean, yeah. we've got to generate leads, which we talked about in the last episode. So if folks didn't listen to that, go back. And you've got to build a team. I know we're going to talk about some of these things in more detail, but you know, what doesn't get talked about on TV is like, Hey, I, my bookkeeper was stealing from me today or somebody, (laughs) somebody called in sick or they never came back or, you know, just like every business, it doesn't matter if you're real estate or you're have a restaurant or anything. We all have like small business problems that are all centered around people and technology and lack of time and all those things. Right. Yep. Yeah. yeah, no, you're exactly right. Yeah. Well, I think the one of the first questions people have to ask themselves if they're getting into real estate is what is that? What is the what business or what strategy do I want to employ to become a real estate investor or a real estate professional? Because, you know, a real estate investor can mean a lot of different things. And I think it means yeah. different things to different people. Yeah. Are you in the business of buying rental properties? In which case, I, I consider you more of an investor. If you're just investing in houses you're sitting on them long term, you're building wealth, you're collecting cash flow. Yes, it's a business, but you're not in the day to day income producing business of real estate versus are you a wholesaler? Are you a fix and flipper? You know, are you a real estate agent? You know, to me, those are businesses that you're actively involved in day to day. That's where you derive your your, you know, your income that you live on. So I think that's maybe the first question folks have to ask themselves, what, what exactly do I want to do if I'm getting into real estate? Right. Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of, you know, as you would expect, a lot of new real estate investors tend to gravitate towards wholesaling. 
Uh, and by the way, guys, in some of the upcoming episodes here, we're going to talk about wholesaling. We're going to talk about rehabbing. We're going to talk about building wealth with rentals. We're going to talk about a lot of these topics. But sometimes, you know, most real estate investors uh, gravitate towards wholesaling, which I don't want to steal the thunder from, our, from one of our upcoming shows. But a lot of times people wholesale uh, because it's uh, the barrier to entry is a lot lower. You don't you don't necessarily need capital to do deals if you're assigning, which we'll talk some more about that, assigning properties. Um, and... Um, and it's just a it's a lower risk way overall compared to rehabbing or, or other right. ways to get in. And so, yeah. And and it could be as your business evolves, right? Some people do all three. Like I I, I do. Uh, I'm a I'm a wholesaler. I'm a rehabber, and I keep rentals. And so, I've kind of evolved to the point to where, I let the opportunity dictate what I'm going to do with it. But it took some while. Uh, it took a while to get experience and kind of get that business maturity to have the capital to do anything that I want to do with it if the deal makes sense. And so that's not how everybody starts off. But like Ken said, you got to decide where do you want to start at, right? Yeah. But to that point, I think most of our our friends that we know that are successful real estate investors started with one thing and then eventually it evolves into, yeah, you're probably doing, you're wearing a lot of different hats, doing right. a lot, employing a lot of different strategies. Yep. yep. Um, you know, interesting story. So when I, before I got started in real estate, I was working a, a great corporate nine to five job. And I remember being at a function where it was, there was a, I don't want to say the guy's name, but he had the largest REIT. He had the largest real estate REIT in the country. And he was at this event. And me and my brother went up to him because we wanted to get into real estate at the time. And our Why don't you tell me what that is, Cam? What's a REIT? A REIT is Real Estate Investment Trust. So it's, uh, it's like, a, a, like a, fund that invest, a fund that buys houses, right? Yeah, well, this particular REIT, uh, it was before all the other funds got into this. It was, okay. I think, Class A, you know, commercial properties. Okay. But this guy knows real estate, you know, it was managing hundreds of millions of dollars. And, but he started, he actually went to our church at the time. And he started small, I mean, kind of, kind of where I started, and eventually grew it into that. And so our question was to him, hey, we want to get into real estate. What's, what advice would you give us? And his advice to us was, if you're going to get into real estate, then you have to do it full time. And we're like, really? We, I wanted to do it on the side. I thought I could, you know, buy a house here and a house there and keep my job. And his advice was, no, if you're going to do it, you basically put all your heart, mind, soul into it and do it full time if you're going to be successful at it. And I think his words have really resonated with me over the years is that real estate really, if you're going to build a business and be successful at this, you have to put in the time. I mean, I don't think there's any two ways about this. You have to be committed to putting in the, the long hours to be to be successful at this. And maybe that's true for any business. If you're gonna, yeah. if you're gonna be successful at business, plan on putting the time in. Yeah. No, that's good that's good advice. And I, you know, I think I know people listening to this like, well, I can't. I can't afford to do that. And what I would encourage people to do is if you you know if you there, obviously there are a lot of people that start part time too, but I think what Ken yeah. just said is similar to what I said up front about being decisive. You have to make that decision that I'm going to do this no matter what. And if you can't go cold turkey and do it full time, then you have to treat it like a job in your off time, right? I think sometimes yep. what happens is people say, I'm going to do it on the side. They go to work, they come home, they're tired, they got to run the kids to sports. And then as soon as the kids are in bed, they're like, they're ready for bed or turn the TV on or something else. Like where, what during that 24 hour cycle? So you spent your day probably helping somebody else build their dream, right? By working for somebody else. Like, right. yeah. what, what happened during that day that you focus on building yours, right? And I think that's right. where a lot of people get stuck is it's not the highest priority in their day. 
and they just never get to it. It always takes a back seat to other things you have in your life. That's one of the challenges of doing it part time. Yeah. Well, and let me clarify too. I think you can absolutely build a rental portfolio part time. Sure. Yeah. I don't yeah. think that requires full time. But if you're going to be in as a wholesaler, you're going to be a fix and flipper. It, it's like you said, it takes so much time and dedication. It's it would be tricky to have another full time job. Now, I'm sure there are certain situations where that works, but. I think the bottom line is it's to, to getting started in real estate requires just a good bit of time commitment on your part. Yep. Yeah. And I think, you know, um, that's we see this with a lot of people that we coach and mentor is there are people that have all some people that are cold turkey. They're in full time and they're going to make this happen. Some people that are part time and they want to make it happen. But I think that, you know, back to the you know, we talk a lot about the importance of investing in yourself and your education is that when we coach and mentor people, we can help them climb the learning curve much, much faster. So I know like in our program, in the first six weeks, we're helping people accomplish things that some people have spent years trying to do to get their business started because we make it, it's just a detailed blueprint. Week one, do these five things. Here's exactly how to do them. You need help with this resource, watch this video. You need to contact somebody, this is who you contact. And so we just, I think sometimes when people just lay it out like pieces of a puzzle of exactly what to do, it helps you overcome some of those challenges of not having enough time in a day to figure it out because we've, we try to help people figure it out for them. You still have to do the work, but make it a lot easier. Well, and there's no reason to reinvent the wheel. No. I mean, it's, these businesses are not rocket science. There's no reason to have to figure it out when somebody else, you know, like a coach, uh, can actually come, come beside you and say, here's exactly what you need to do in your market right now to be successful. It's, it's definitely a fast track to success. Right, right. One of the things that we do too, Ken, is, uh, you know, I know you do this in Obviously, you do this in the show with your show. You do this when we do the podcast is the power of kind of blocking time, right? Like you say, look, from this time to this time, I'm going to focus on this. And I think sometimes people just say, I know I've got to do these things and I'll get to them when I can. Instead of saying, look, from, you know, let's say you get off work at five and you say, look, from five to seven, I'm going to do this. Or if if, if I have to, if if I have to do, there's something that I worked on last year, a big project uh, actually inside of our coaching program that I just, I didn't know how to fit it into my day. I don't know if I ever even told you this, Ken, is I was getting up, I started getting up, this is crazy because I'm, I'm not really a morning person. I started getting up at 3.30 and from like 3.30 to 7, which is when my son gets up and we start the whole school process, actually he gets up about 6.30, but uh, from like 3.30 to like 6.30, it was crazy. I was crazy. I was like, I can't believe I'm getting up. This was my alarm. Went, the first few days, of course, were like a nightmare. Like, I can't believe I'm doing this. But that dedicated time to where I don't have like a lot of emails to deal with. I'm not looking at social media because it's kind of quiet. My kid, my son's still asleep. My wife's not up yet. Like it was amazing. I got done like a day's worth of work in that three hour period just because I had no distractions. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But but that that's the power of kind of blocking time. And whether yes. you want to get up at three thirty or no or, or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or, or if it's in the evening, like, hey, from, from 8 to 10, I'm going to work on this. But I think if you dedicate that time and you set it aside to building your business, you're going to be a lot more successful. Yes. Again, it comes back to, to time commitment. And the one other thing I would touch on, too, in terms of tips for getting started, especially in real estate, real estate is very much a team-oriented uh, business, yeah. is, is depending on what you're doing, start to build a team because you can't do it all yourself. And there's plenty of real estate professionals that you're going to need to plug in. So finding an agent, if you need an agent, finding a local attorney or a title company, finding good, reliable contractors, if you're, if you're fixing and flipping and then, uh, and then networking like crazy. 
yep. regardless what you're doing in real estate, it is such a relationship business. Network like crazy. Go to your local RIAs, any of the big functions, meet real estate agents. Uh, you know, set a goal. Maybe meet a real estate agent every week. I mean, I know some guys that are, are super successful at that. But the, the bottom line is surround yourself with people in your market that will help you be successful. Yep. Yep. And, and, and to elaborate on what you said, just surrounding yourself with people that are doing what you want to do or that are successful in one way or another. A lot of times, you know, if your dream is to be a successful real estate investor, you see that as a path to, to achieve your financial goals or your time goals, whatever it might be, is if then you go surround yourself with a bunch of your loser buddies, you know, <laughs> and, they, and, they're, and they're like unemployed and living off of the Social Security or whatever. You know what I mean? If you, the thing is, is that they, you know, they say that you're the, you're the average of the five people you surround yourself with. So the more you start to surround yourself with people that are successful, uh, the more success you're going to have just because it just rubs off on you. You're going to hear that somebody just achieved something awesome and you start to, the bar starts to get raised for you on how uh, you need to kind of perform at a higher level as well. Well, and that's, that's sort of the theory behind a mastermind too, right? right? Which is one of the things we have through our group is investor fuel, which is an opportunity to hang around other super successful real estate investors. Yep. And to me, there's, I've gotten more benefit from a mastermind than any other educational tool in my yep. business. Yep. Just rubbing shoulders with other guys that are doing things well. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And if anybody wants to learn more about the mastermind, that's a, go to dealfarm.net slash mastermind. And you can learn more about the uh, mastermind that Ken and I uh, started with some other successful real estate investors. It's a powerful group, no doubt about it. So, well, Hey guys, in upcoming episodes, we're going to be talking about, we can't fit it all into this one episode here, but uh, we're going to be talking about, a lot of the exit strategies, how you build your business. So we talked about lead generation in the last episode. We're going to be talking about wholesaling, how to finance your deals, rehabbing, building wealth with rentals, talk more about networking, all these topics that are around building your business. We're going to talk about in upcoming episodes and literally for, for months and years to come, we're going to be talking about these topics to give you some quick tips on how to get started. Awesome. Mike, man, I appreciate this. Is, this gets me excited thinking about people starting their businesses and takes me back 13 years ago when I was, when I was starting my business and, uh, and then watching it grow. That's the thing. Once you get started, you add a person, the next thing you know, you're adding another person. Next thing you know, you're adding, and next thing you know, you got a, ten, a team of 10 people or 20 people in a thriving business, but you got to start somewhere, right? Absolutely. You got you to treat it like a business and you got to put the work in. That's right. Well, guys, thanks so much for joining us. We can't wait to see you on the next episode. Take care, everybody. Did you like today's episode of the Deal Farm Real Estate Investing Show? If so, please help us out by visiting dealfarm.net, then following the links to iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or Google Play to subscribe to the show and leave us a positive review. Your reviews mean the world to us and keeps us inspired to keep bringing you new content each week. Thanks for your help and see you on the next episode.